0: I'm Vic Singh, and you're listening to Pada Bing, a podcast that rigorously examines the Sopranos through deep dives, conversations, interviews, streams of consciousness, music, and NBA references. Please remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this right now. And please share this episode or your favorite one with one new person. If you're looking for extra things to listen to during these challenging times, Check out some other new projects I put out. Plain Text Ideas, a podcast where big ideas get jotted down and then contemplated at length with experts. Run It Back, a basketball retrospective podcast that looks at players, games, and moments in the NBA and basketball at large through pot of bang glasses. And finally, Game Federer, a podcast that relives and revisits every Roger Federer Grand Slam title. I'm doing that one with my friend and sports broadcaster, Brian Clark. If any of those sound like you, give them a try. They're all available anywhere you find podcasts. One more thing I want to tell you about an important cause. The Felix Organization helps children in the foster care system. They have an annual summer camp in New York that, because of the pandemic, has been postponed. In lieu of that, The Felix Organization is putting on a telethon called Give This Way to benefit children in foster care. It's happening on May 1st at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. More information can be found at thefelixorganization.org. Please check that out and be a part of it if you can. Finally, as always, thank you for listening and being part of this journey. Coming up is a conversation I had with Joe Maruzzo last year joe played joey peeps on the show and because of the timeline of where we're at on the pod i thought now was a good time to put it out in the world it's a bit of a clunker and that's on me timing was tight and i wasn't able to get into a flow but i'm grateful for joe's time and appreciated him sharing his soprano story stay safe and be well out there guys here's joe So, Joe, thank you for being a part of this.
1: Sure, sure. A pleasure.
0: So you appeared in seven episodes of The Sopranos between seasons four and five. Tell listeners about your Sopranos experience. What do you remember? What do you miss?
1: Well, it was, you know, first of all, it was such a great show. And um, to be honest, I didn't see a lot of it because that happens sometimes with actors. We shoot, we work, we go on other things, and we don't see it but I have I caught up and it's just terrific. I really I really do I do enjoy it. Um yeah, so David David Chase, I was in New York. I was living in LA but I was in New York doing a play off Broadway. Um and Georgianne Walken, casting agent, she uh saw me in the play and had me come in. So I read for eight characters over a course of um probably two months for David. Which ones? And I, you know, I, I forget. And, you know, I met David years ago and read for Tony out in L.A. You know, before before this, you know, this, this five or four years later for season four and five. But I, before they cast the show, I remember I read for Tony, the duck scene um, in L.A. for David. But, yeah, so I came back in and read for these characters. I don't remember all the characters, but I do remember that Georgian said, David really likes you and he wants to find something for you. So Joey Peeps uh, appeared, and um, so we did that. Um, everyone on the show was great. I mean, the set, the crew, the actors. It's the kind of show that you get on, and all of a sudden someone comes up to you with like a five hundred dollar bottle of wine and says, "Hi, they wanted this is uh, Joey Peeps." You know, Terry Winters introduced me to this wine guy who came over to me, and he was handing out bottles of wine to everybody. The thing about Sopranos, which was amazing was everywhere you went people were like stores, restaurants, you probably heard it from other actors, they were so cordial, they, you know, I'll tell you a quick story, Catherine Narducci and myself were very good friends, she played uh, Charmaine Bucco. Yeah. we were in Provincetown visiting a, a lawyer friend of mine and uh, we are walking down the street and all of a sudden these wise guys come out of this social club, hey, oh, oh, aren't you hey, oh? come on in, hey, they had pictures of the sopranos on their social club. They said, "Oh, listen, anything you need, you know, uh, you want a park your car? We own the park. Literally. Restaurants, forget it. I was like crazy. So, and I'm sure, you know, I mean, I just played Joey Peeps, which was a smaller role, but um,
0: you were at all the sit downs. Small role, but important. Yeah, crazy. A no matter.
1: Yeah, that that that's for sure. You know, I must be honest. I wished I wished for more. You know, I'm the kind of actor who can really give it. And I really didn't have a chance to do that with this character. But that's that was the uh, the majesty of the story, of this arc, and that they do what they do for the story no matter what. But David Chase, I remember I was in L.A., he call, there was a phone call, I was in my my car, and David Chase was talking to me, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, he's going to beef me up. I know it all, oh, right. And he calls you, you've heard, he calls you when you're going to die, Yeah. right? You've heard it before. They said, Joe, you're going to die, but the good news is Steve Buscemi's going to shoot you. And I didn't really understand what he meant by that. But, you know, he, you know what he meant because Steve was a great actor and a great character and it was a great arc and an important thing that people wouldn't forget. And, you know, it was in The Times, you know, and everything. So it really was a great thing to do the show. I had a lot of, a lot of fun doing it. Um, but I have one bizarre story if you want to hear it. And this is no negative thing to the Sopranos, but this is this is this New York pretty. So my first episode, my first day of shooting, I'm waiting in Manhattan to get picked up. We drive out to I forget where it was. I think maybe it was Little Italy. Um but anyway I was getting picked up you know, we were shooting in in Jersey. It was a funeral scene. Okay, so anyway, this guy comes over, I knew there's one guy named Vinny Vella who was on the show introduces me to this guy. He says, Joe, this is so-and-so. He walked into the, the car with us, the, the, the van. And the guy looked like Gomer Pyle. He had like a hat on. You couldn't tell what he was. He was just, you know, a little guy. So we're driving along. Now we get to the set. He goes into makeup. And I'm sort of getting into characters, Joey Peaks. He comes out of makeup, and I, I go over to him. I go, oh, modern, you know, like the Italians say. I go, look at you. You look terrific. You look like Paul Newman. And the guy stares at me. He was a very good-looking guy, and, uh, you know, I was sort of giving him a compliment. So now he's staring at me, and uh, he just walks away. So now we're interior, we're shooting a funeral scene. These were Tony's gang, and the guy is staring at me for the whole day. Now, Anthony wasn't there. Um, Tony wasn't there, James. But he's this guy's staring at me the whole day. So now we break, and we're at lunch, oh. and a bunch of the old-timers are sitting around, and All of a sudden, this guy sits right across from me. And so I started talking to him. I said, so are you Italian? He said, oh, yes. I said, really, what's the other half? He goes, Polish. I said, oh, you should, did you ever read Streetcar and Desire, Stanley Kowalski? And he looks at me, and his eyes are red. He gets up, and he walks away. I'm like, holy shit. So so now, his seat is empty, and an old-timer has his lunch in his hand. He goes, do you mind if I sit here, sir? I said, no, sit down. All of a sudden, the guy pops in and he goes, now you're giving my seat away? <laughs> now, everybody's looking, right? Now, now cut to I'm walking to my trailer, and we're in the suburbs. No one was on this street. I'm gonna, I shouldn't curse, right?
0: No, it's a Sopranos on podcast. The Say whatever you want.
1: Okay. We're walking down the street, heading to, this is my first day on the show, walking down the street, heading to my trailer was in the suburbs, and it was an empty street. And he's across the street, and he goes, go back to fucking L.A., I'm like, What? All of a sudden and I'm gonna leave out names, but great guys from the show came up to me and said, What did he do? What did that guy say? I don't know why he's on this show. Da, 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 da. Anyway, to make a long story short, I get a call from the heads of the uh, the show saying, you know, we're gonna phase him out. I said, Whoa, 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 don't do it too soon. The guy was a real, you know, mob guy. Yeah, uh, wannabe, a wannabe from New York, and he had a, he sort of had a name for himself in the streets that he was a little wacky, but anyway, that was my introduction on the Sopranos. Everybody was terrific about it. You know, it was just one of those things where the guy took me the wrong way. Cut to, I see him at the party at Radio City, wherever we were. And he didn't even remember me. So anyway, I'm leaving some things out because I don't want to sound like I'm nipping I'm the show. But it was a great, great. That great people good show
0: <laughs> is there a memory or a moment that you can share that you had with James on the show or either on the show so, or off the show
1: the interesting thing the, the interesting thing is James and I we really I think we had two moments together in the whole you know my stuff was with Johnny Sachs and, yeah. and, and, Vinnie, and uh, the other
0: what's his name uh, 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 Phil Leotardo Frank,
1: Vince, Frank Vincent yeah and stuff like that but James was very, he was a, he was a gentleman, and he was, he, James was very, very, by that time, very involved in the show, and, you know, uh, we, we met, we met at a party, at his birthday party, and Captain oh. Artucci and myself were going out at the time, and he had heard of me, and I, I walked in, he said, oh, you're the Joe, hey, give me a big hug, you know, nice guy, and then I got on the show, Hugged me, you know. That was, you know. Hey, what are you doing? How are you? I knew Joey Pants from Los Angeles, Joe Panleoni, very well. But you know, for me, you know, it's basically. I didn't get to know the guy. I wasn't in Tony's crew. I was actually in the the enemy crew in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, but James was great. I mean, cordial, wonderful. We we shared a cigar. He he gave me. We smoked a cigar together in uh, Little Italy uh, during a break. And he was terrific. You know, very smiling all the time. Good guy, huh? Shame. What are your
0: thoughts on the ending?
1: You know, um, to be honest, I I don't know, really. I, I really can't answer that question. I just think it was, I thought it was kind of really interesting and brilliant that they left it like that. I mean, right? Yeah. Why not? I know that everyone had a fit about it. Right? some people or whatever, but look, everyone's talking about it. Still. Everyone's crazy. Yeah, so that's, that's, come on, that's, uh, to do that, that's the ultimate. Yeah. It's the
0: ultimate act of genius when people are still talking about it
1: decades I know. later. and do you know I, re- I read for uh, this, the newer thing that David's shooting?
0: The prequel. I don't yeah. think,
1: yeah, and I know he can't cast guys that were in the show. I don't know why the casting agent had me come in and read, but I did read for it. I would have loved to have been in that show. I don't know why he brought me in on it. I was perplexed. But when you get an audition, you don't want to talk yourself out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I said, yeah, I'll go in on it. And then they called my manager and said, are you available for three days and blah, blah, blah. And they didn't, and then I couldn't, I, I, I was available, but I was in LA shooting something and then we never heard anything. So, I think he got all screwed up. Know, maybe David found out and said, "No, that's Joey Peaks. <laughs> yeah. You can't believe it."
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> G- given what I know about him, I'm I'm pretty sure he's a stickler for details. Yeah, and- I
1: didn't get, I, I didn't get, I didn't get to. Yeah, I didn't get to t- talk to David a lot. Just I was very happy that he liked my work when I came in an audition. I really had a great audition. I think it was for Joey Pants' part where I tore up the, the room. Yeah, to the audition. Yeah, I really was able to show my stuff. And that's when George Ann Walken called and said, Hey, David really likes your work. But once again, you know, the Joey Peeps character for me, well, you, didn't, you, you know, it was, it was a good character, but, you know, you want more. Of course. You wish you could really, you know, be in it longer or whatever. Do you
0: have a treasured possession from the show?
1: No. Did it? Grateful. Thanked. Left. On to the next thing.
0: And what's on your plate right now? I read a little bit about you. You're a playwright.
1: I've got three plays published, and there's a play called Bricklayer's Poet, the uh, first play I ever wrote, that I shot into a short film of Catherine Narducci, who played Charmaine Bucco. It's on, You could, I've won three awards for Best Writer, and I acted in it. It was me and Catherine. And it's a great little uh, piece at a bar. You know, Bricklayer, and uh, she's a writer, and he meets her one night, and, the, you know, it's a miracle It's this one night thing where, you know, you you reveal everything about your life to each other and there's love in the air, but it doesn't happen. It's a really great piece. You should take a look at it. it.
0: Where can it be found?
1: You can find it on YouTube, I'm sure. Uh, But like I said, it's been in festivals at one... It's won best film once and best writing twice, and you know best acting once or something like that. You know, wonderful. But I'm really I'm really grateful because my father was the bricklayer. It was really my first play. It came right out of me one night, and uh, it's in the Best American One Act Plays series by Flawless Books. Yeah, I'm, I've been doing a lot of theater in New York. LA is different, you know. than New York, in LA, you're doing a lot of TV. Yeah, constantly, and you know I miss that in New York. Um, I haven't done TV in about, I guess, two years now, but I'm making my own stuff. I'm doing another movie that I'm going to be shooting uh, in the fall uh, with these these couple from Amsterdam that I did a movie for them years ago. We're coming to New York and we're going to, we're going to do something. We're going to figure it out. Very cool. Yeah.
0: I appreciate you taking time to be a part of this.
1: Oh, I'll tell you one thing really quickly. Um, you know, not not thinking the character of Joey Peeps is well known. I was in LA once at a hairdresser's. I was getting my hair cut. All of a sudden, Tom Hanks comes up to me. Joey Peeps. <laughs> 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 was like, he was such a fan of the show.
0: Yeah.
1: And yeah, you know, it was like bizarre. I was laughing. I was like, "Oh God!" He said, oh, "I love that show. Here's you- my son." Introduced me to his son.
0: No matter how small the role a person might think they had on the show, like you are forever a part of history.
1: Well, and, yeah, and fans, a great show. yeah,
0: and fans know who you are and fans know your character's name. And and we talk and about I'll tell it, you
1: something. yeah. And there's a pizzeria called Joey Peaks, right? No yeah, right. No. yeah. I
0: was actually going to ask that, it was a stupid question. But any affiliation I was with never you? There. No,
1: no, no. <laughs> I think David maybe got the name from that place. Um, ah, but. What do you call it? I had something to tell you about that. Uh, I forget what it is. Oh yeah. No, the great thing about that show was, while I was shooting it, I was shooting in LA. When I went back to LA, I was going up for all these tough guys. I mean,
0: everyone wants,
1: and I must have done about 10 episodics because of that role. You know, I I even did a soap for 40 episodes. Uh, What was it called? Young Um, and the Restless. Yeah, young on the west I played Vinny, this great character.
0: Wait up, wait up, wait up, wait up a second. Let me, let me, let me jump in. Um, I, I usually ask this question to everybody, but I never get a great answer. But it sounds like you have a great answer. And the question is, what was your post Sopranos bump like? Did the show propel your career? Yeah.
1: Yes, definitely. I I, 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 in LA, I did about probably about ten to fifteen episodics, a lot of roles because of that after I mean I've done episodics before but no I really really got in the room because of of the role and the character and the show so it was great that's great yeah well th- All right. listen it's a pleasure I gotta go to dinner
0: yeah thank you again so much
1: take care bye bye